Welcome to Jim's Take. I'm your host, Jim Vaughn. And I'm your co-host, Tyler Kennedy. Welcome back to Market Minutes number three. On this segment, we cover recent headlines and try to provide clarity of these fast-moving markets and somewhat scary headlines that we try to break down. Should we timestamp this episode, Jim? I think we probably should. Okay, so it's May 5th, 2023, when we're recording this. So hopefully when it comes out, these aren't old news. But you ready for the first one? I'm ready for the first one, Tyler. All right. The FDIC seizes control of First Republic and is acquired by J.P. Morgan Chase. Part of capitalism is that businesses fail and businesses succeed. Silicon Valley Bank was acquired by First Citizens. Government continues to step in when needed to protect depositors. Importantly, those depositors are also customers. Uh, I'm going to stay away from the concept of bank crisis because bank failure is not uncommon. Uh, Past 22 years, we've had about 563 banks have failed, according to the FDIC, roughly 25 per year. Largest failures, 389, took place from 2009 to 2011 during the Great Recession. The point I'm trying to make is we have seen this problem before, and it will most likely see it again. Importantly, the banks that survive also thrive in these circumstances. Note that J.P. Morgan just bought First Republic. All those customers of First Republic, all the deposits of First Republic are now depositors of J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan was able to get a deal from the government in which they had 50% financing and 80% of the losses are taken by the government. Why would the government agree to this? Because the government would have had bigger losses if they had taken over control of First Republic on their own. In capitalism, the loss from one company can result in gains to another And to the economy as a whole, on balance, it should be helpful. We never know that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think it's also important to point out the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. They were acquired by First Citizens Bank. Yes. So we've seen these bank failures and they move to a new brand, essentially. Bank failures turn into bank mergers. (laughs) That's a that's that should be the headline. Okay, the next one up is the Federal Reserve increased the Fed's fund rate from 4.75% to 5%. They raised it to 5% to 5.25%. So about a 0.25% increase. In order to fight inflation, the primary weapon that the Federal Reserve has is to raise interest rates. 12 months ago, interest rates were approximately one quarter of 1%. Now they're at five and a quarter percent, five percentage points of increase in one year, fastest in the 110 years of the Federal Reserve. Having been late to the process of fighting inflation, we think the Federal Reserve is fighting it like they've never fought before. We think that inflation is a cancer. The Federal Reserve has made a mistake. They are fighting back hard, and we believe they will continue to fight hard to fight the cancer of inflation. They're starting to make progress. March, 
inflation index was 5% down from higher numbers. Uh, we believe the Fed will achieve their goal. Can't tell you when. Why not? <laughs> I wish this would be so much easier if I could tell them when. Uh, but we think they will succeed. The, the only question left is when. Yeah. Inflation will go down from here. Next one we have is US GDP rose 1.1% in the first quarter of 2023. It's important that all gross domestic product GDP numbers, they're always revised. They're scheduled to be revised. It was up 1.1%, which is a positive number. It's slow. So the economy is mediocre. So the question becomes, can we achieve a slowdown in inflation and yet keep the economy growing? Interest rates typically slow down the economy with a drag, and we can argue about whether it's six months or 18 months or something in between and before the interest rates slow down the economy. Businesses are continuing to solve their problems. They are adopting to the high interest rate environment, and they are continuing to stay profitable. They're not increasing earnings by much, but they are increasing earnings. The U.S. economy is growing, even with the high interest rates. This is part of the reason we believe inflation will remain higher for longer than anticipated. Businesses are successfully fighting back and solving their problems of high interest rates. We continue to be believers in investing in businesses as shareholders. I like that plan. So we just had our, our mail person run through the door. There's breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> we actually got some really good news this morning, but the U.S. economy added 253,000 jobs and unemployment fell from 3.5% um, to 3.4%. This is another indication of the resiliency of our economy. Interest rates went from a quarter of a percent to five and a quarter percent, and employment went up, unemployment went down. We actually happen to be believers in the unemployment number as being a very useful number for measuring the overall health of the economy. The unemployment rate going down means that folks who are looking for jobs could find them. The number of unfilled jobs is extremely high. By the way, the number of unfilled jobs has come down. So the companies are saying that they're interested in employing more people, but not as many more <laughs> as they used to be, which could mean that, in, that the pressure on employers to increase compensation for existing employees and new employees might decrease, which might be good news for inflation. So we, we all have to keep our eye on inflation. Uh, just as an aside, and this matters to the economy, oil prices have dropped precipitously in the last month, which is odd because April and May are usually months where oil prices go up in anticipation of the summer driving season. Should be good news for inflation going forward. But we'll we don't see. know when. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know when. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. See you next time.
Vaughn & Co. Securities, Inc. Disclaimer, it should not be assumed that your account holdings will correspond directly to any comparative indexes or any of our existing client accounts. Investment in foreign securities have additional risks, including the risk of adverse currency fluctuations. Please remember that different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and current and future results may be higher or lower than those shown. Figures shown are past results and are not predictive of results in future periods. Share prices and returns will vary, so investors may lose money. Investing for short periods of time make losses more likely. It should not be assumed that recommendations made in the future will be profitable or will equal past performance. For the Vaughn Dividend Growth Program, performance is based on accounts that was managed for the longest period of time, and results are illustrated from inception. All income, dividends, interest, and other earnings are reinvested. Performance-based fees can only be utilized by individuals who meet the following qualifications. A natural person who or a company that immediately after entering into the contract has at least $1 million under management of the investment advisor. Or a natural person who or a company that the investment advisor entering into the contract and any person acting on his behalf reasonably believes immediately prior to entering into the contract has a net worth together in the case of a natural person with the assets held jointly with a spouse of more than $2.1 million at the time the contract is entered into. For the Vaughn Equity Asset Allocation Program, performance is based on an account that was among the earliest to use the program. Vaughn & Co. Securities Inc. believes that these results are representative. All income, dividends, interest, and other earnings are reinvested. There may be economic or market conditions that affect performance. Vaughn & Co. Securities Inc. buys concentrated positions for our portfolios, which may make our performance more volatile than that of broad market indexes and our performance may diverge from an index, positively or negatively, as a result. Investments are not FDIC-insured, nor are the deposits of or guaranteed by a bank or other entity. Vaughn Asset Allocation Program and Vaughn Dividend Growth Accounts results are net of all fees, reflecting trading commissions, maintenance, custody, advisory, and performance fees, if any. It should not be assumed that the recommendation made in the future will be profitable or will equal past performance. Data and information contained in any chart used by Vaughn & Co. Securities, Inc. has been supplied by sources we believe to be reliable, but is not guaranteed. Accounts held at Fidelity Investments are covered by SIPIC.